Welcome back to Triple Alpha Sports Talk Christmas Edition. Um, we had a very interesting week in the NFL. So no signings in baseball since our last podcast, which we predicted there would be. So let's jump right into football. Roy, we're going to start with the game of the week for you. Vikings go to the Bengals and lose 24-27 in OT. Roy, game of the week for you. What do you got? Hey, man, I got to give it up to Jake Browning. I mean, Minnesota played really well. I think they had a great quarterback. I mean, Dan Mullins there. Or it's not Dan Mullins. What's his name? Nick, Mullins, the quarterback. Nick, yeah. Nick, yeah. He played well for the Vikings. I think they found themselves a yeah. – they don't take uh, Cousins back or bring or have him. I think they found a, uh, found themselves a uh, quarterback because he did really well. Um, and hell, man, that and Ty Chandler, what a hell of a running back for Minnesota. For them yeah. to have that big of a lead, but Jake Browning to score, have, to bring them back, getting 21 points in the fourth quarter to tie the ball game, to get him in overtime and to win it. I mean, do you think there's a controversy about if uh, with Jake Browning and uh, and the, um, what's his name? Joe Burrow. No, second highest paid quarterback in football. I don't if care if there's could, a controversy yeah. or not. He, he's the guy. If you could trade Jake see. Burrows. And leave Je- and leave Browning in there and save some money. No, no. no. I mean, he did it without Jamar money. It's guaranteed it and it's on their book. So, uh, I think I think they. I would if I were revisiting. No way. If I was if I that's was a hot. Big, that's a hot start, baby. I, I, I would going to end up on a team next Browning year that doesn't get a quarterback in the draft. No, he. I think I think they'll talk with him as a backup and they'll be comfortable. We're going to see Jake Browning go somewhere next year that doesn't get the quarterback they want in the draft. Somewhere like the Giants where they need somebody to play, or he's going to be like Josh Dobbs, who goes to another team midseason next year. He's going to be a starter, but not for the Bengals. I don't think he's going to be a starter next year. I think he's going to sit right behind Joe Burrow with a healthy wrist next year. Um, uh, I, I'd give him a chance. What do you got from this game? From this game, I thought it was it was pretty sloppy. Like There was yeah. a ton of turnovers in this game. But I thought the biggest difference was leading up to the end of the game, we saw – Addison playing really well because of Jettas. And we saw Jamar Chase playing really well, but not T. Higgins. So we had two receivers versus one. And then the end of the game comes around, and we see T. Higgins start to make plays. And that's, I mean, the crazy touchdown catch with him reaching back across the line yeah. sent him into overtime. T. Higgins was the biggest factor in this game to me to win the game. Yeah, he finally showed up in the end. That yeah. was an amazing play. That was probably one of the best plays of the year so far. Back. Absolutely. Yeah, for me, you – Watching the game, you could tell it was two rookies out there. You know, they were making mistakes. I don't know if Nick Mullins is technically a rookie, actually, but he doesn't play very often. But, uh, you know, simple mistakes, you know, don't see a safety coming down. Don't see a corner dropping back. Um, but turnovers, for, for, for me, there was a few of them on both sides. And to me, at the end of the game, yes, T. Higgins made the incredible play to send it to overtime, basically. But to me, I just think the Bengals are just a little bit better of a team outside of the quarterback play than the Vikings were, and I really think that's what took over. You saw Jamar Chase with some big catches, T. Higgins with some big catches, and I know on the other side you have Jay Jettis, but Addison's still a rookie. So I just think it, I think the Bengals were just a little bit better once they got to overtime for the but game. But you had, in the fourth quarter, you didn't have Jamar Chase. I mean, they he got hurt uh, uh, late. Early, you know, early, late late there. In the fourth, but yeah. They were, but he didn't have him on the last two drives there when they scored. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. they, I mean, Higgins Boy, came up, up um, decently too. Yeah. Who did? Boy, Boy, third third wide yeah, receiver for did. the Bengals. They, I, I mean, they had, yeah, like you said, yeah, Joe Mixon got got in the mix, and yeah. so did uh, Chase Brown. Um, yeah, they, did, they have, yeah, you're right. They have more talent, but 
You know, exactly. Screw Jordan Addison. That fucker's the reason why I lost fantasy football this week, but son of a bitch. Oh, we'll, oh, we'll get to some fantasy football talk here soon. Yeah, now, now an outlaw is going to win our family league. Yeah. We don't even have somebody who is originally hey, in our league. Yeah, I'm still now. in there. I'm in, I'm the championship of that league, the family Jeez. league. Uh, that all you guys got for this one? I think so. I'll roll into my game of the week, and this is my game of the week for fantasy implications. Falcons go to the Panthers. And they get upset 7-9 to nine in a piss-pouring rain game. I watched this game from start to finish as B. John Robinson was my first-round pick in both leagues. And let me tell you, the Panthers might have won this game, but the Falcons lost it. They played horrible. They, As Arthur Smith says, that is a team that runs the football well and plays good defense. Well, guess what? It was piss-pouring rain, and you scored one touchdown in the first quarter and got blanked the rest of the day. Um, Bijan Robinson, negative fantasy points. They don't use him right. They just use him in between the tackles like a power back. That's just not what he is. He's an elusive back that is great when he hits the open field, makes great cuts, makes people miss. And don't get me wrong, he's fine in between the tackles, but it's not his game. Get him on the edge. They didn't use him at all like that. They used Tyler Algier. He looks just fine because guess what? He's a power back. Um, and Desmond Ritter, I'm telling you, Desmond Ritter is the worst starter I've seen in a long time. He was rolling left late, and this caused the Panthers to get a field goal. They ended up winning in the game. Rolls left. He sees a tight end cutting across the field. He throws sidearm. He misses eight yards to the right. The announcers tried to say they were throwing to a guy in the corner. He wasn't. I could see it from a quarterback's eyes. He was trying to hit this guy cutting over. He throws it sidearm, misses eight yards to the right. It's abysmal from an NFL quarterback to miss that bad. He missed throws all day. I understand it's piss-pouring rain. It's just an abysmal performance from the Falcons who have a shot at the playoff because their division is so weak. So, yeah, go ahead, guys. I mean, I have absolutely nothing to say about this game. It sucked. I can't believe you even picked it. Nobody cares about your fantasy team, Josh. Uh, this is the worst game of the week to watch. It was one touchdown. It was nine to seven. Yeah. Worst game of the year is what it was. Not the week of the year. I mean, two piss poor performances by both teams. And they're both, I mean, neither one, I mean, neither one could really run the ball. Uh, Turnovers were horrible. Both quarterbacks didn't, I mean, look terrible. You are right. Desmond Ritter is terrible. Bryce Young has some talent. I think he's got nothing around him. And he just runs around and just looking for to do something. And how do you win nine to seven in a crappy game? Like I just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that should, this is this is not what NFL football should be, right there. Nine to seven, no. like that. In a pit, even I, if it's raining, it's just piss poor uh, game by players. I will say, I've, I the the Panthers get their second one of the season. I have watched both their wins. Both their wins are Bryce Young taking the team down a two minute drill in the fourth quarter. One against the Texans, one against the um, Falcons this week. Fourth quarter, two-minute drives to win the game. He looks great in those two-minute drills when you can tell that the defense is tired and the pass rush isn't getting there. Their offensive line is so bad. Their wide receivers are so bad, other yeah, than I mean, outside of Thielen. But when those, when he has time to get the ball, he does make – you can see why he was the number one pick. So I know the Panthers are terrible, and I know he hasn't played well. He's a rookie. He has nothing around him. I still think his future is going to be bright if they build a team around him. Correct. Yeah. Oh, I think they got to get a coach. Both, both of them got to get coaches in there to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll roll into Bryce's game of the week after we talk about He picked Monday Night Football, so we'll talk about that after. We'll go into Sunday Night Football where the Ravens went to Jacksonville, won 23-7. to 
Um, Roy wanted to talk about this game. This came out of – Roy got two games this week. So, Roy, tell us what you thought, why you picked it. I wanted this game because I was I was actually impressed with Jacksonville. I mean, they should have – they sh- at halftime, they should have had a – at least a 10 point lead. I mean, you get yeah. four drives to the two inside the, the 20 and you miss two field goals and you fumble. And then you run into a, uh, where you just clock managing get a play. At that. Yeah. I mean, that's just ridiculous. I, when you watch the NFL teams do clock management like that, I just don't understand. I mean, these guys are pros. You're getting paid. You should know by the, by now how to handle yeah. a situation and what you need to do. That's just ridiculous. No, I just want to talk. I, th- I thought Baltimore's defense. Cause I, my team, I really thought Baltimore was a team to be in the AFC. Um, Jacksonville played, I thought very well. You just saw them get worn out in the second half and and then Lamar Jackson did whatever he wanted. It's just, I think it's just, I thought Baltimore's defense was not as good as I thought it was going to be. And, um, I really was impressed with Jacksonville. So, I mean, I'd be worried about Jacksonville getting the playoffs just in a tight ball game. Cause they, they I mean, they yeah. do make some plays here and there and they got some talent. So I'd, I'm not, yeah. I'm actually impressed. Bryce. Yeah. I think the Jags are like they are a great team, but they look like they're just that like one superstar away from being the best team in the league. Like Calvin Ridley's a good one, ETN's a good running back, but I don't see either of them being a top five at their position. Mm-hmm. If they get one of those, man, paired with Trevor Lawrence, I see them being just a powerhouse coming in. Yeah. And the Ravens, on the other hand, they're just looking stout right now. I mean, they didn't play their greatest game, but they still held the Jags to seven points and scored 23 on them to win the game. Lamar is playing out of his mind. He's rolling out of the pocket and still looking for passes and then waits the last second and then he'll still pick up 20 yards on his feet if he doesn't throw it. I mean, that's yeah. not what we saw out of Lamar a few years ago. He was just – he would take off on the first instinct. He wasn't really hitting those dots like he is now. And he's looking like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And he's going to – I think he's going to play at this level for a while. Yeah. Um to me, like you guys said in the first half, the Jags just made too many mistakes to win this game. I mean, it's, that entire first half was just sloppy. You should have had the lead going in, and it, it just changes yeah. the game. You know, you turn the ball over so many times, it's deflating. You know, I can understand the defense being upset, you know, just not playing as well. Um, to me, the Jags are a very good team, and it's they, to me, they're the AFC version of the Seahawks. If they don't make mistakes – yeah. They're a team that can beat you on any night, and you're. I agree. I would not want to see them in the playoffs because if you make mistakes and they don't, guess what? You're probably not going to beat them. But I also don't know if they're a team that can make that many mistakes and survive either. Like in this case, they were at home, Sunday night football, they're amped up, but they make all those mistakes, and guess what? You just don't have enough. Yeah. Um, so I still think the Jaguars are a good team. I still think they win that division, but I do think that they need to play mistake-free football. I mean, just like anyone else, but them more in particular. Um, and on the other side, the Ravens, I think the Ravens defensively are very good. Um, but on offense, Lamar Jackson's playing great. But outside of that, their injuries are starting to pile up. Yeah. Um, Mark Andrews is probably out for the year. Their backup running back is out for the year. J.K. Dobbins is out for the year. So you have Gus the Bus Edwards. But outside of that, you don't really have anyone else. OBJ. OBJ, but I, don't, I mean, they don't. Their receivers are heavily, heavily involved yeah. like they, you know, other teams. So that offense scares me, especially if they're a team that gets down, which their defense is stout. But if they get down, you know, 10 nothing, 17 nothing in a playoff game, you know, you, you, you don't run the ball with Lamar as much. You know, are those receivers going to get open? That's my, my worry. Well, that's um, the worry about the Ravens is I think their defense will keep them in games. But, I mean, they don't have that one player besides yeah. Lamar Jackson. That if you got to throw it out to or you need to play other than him, 
That's what they lack. Yeah. They lack that one player that they can. I mean, that just what they can they can count on besides him because he needs somebody yeah. to throw it to. And uh, I mean, you could throw throw it to um, Bateman and Likely, but uh, it's just yeah. they're not the big playmakers that they need. They need one more guy. Yeah. And uh, I just I think OBJ just looks old and doesn't look. Good. Yeah, I he agree. Runs good routes. I just don't think he has it. What he what he can be. I think they're really missing Mark Andrews down that red zone, that big, big body tight end that, you know, when Lamar's running and, you know, the defense has stepped up, he can run right through a seam, catch it over everybody, but they're, they don't have him right now. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's going to, I think Blake likely is stepping up more, but yeah, it's still just not what they, it's needed. not the same. Yeah, yeah, it's not, you can't replace Mark Andrews. Um, that'll roll us into Bryce's game of the week, which was Monday night football. Eagles go to uh, Seattle. They get upset 17 to 20. Yeah, Seattle wins a must-win game. Probably, uh, really helps their playoff chances. Bryce, it's your game of the week. Tell me what you thought. Yeah, this game, I know I picked the Eagles to win, but like I said last week, if they didn't come and play good after coming off two losses against Seattle, they're gonna lose. Like Seattle plays good football. I've been saying this all year, and even with a backup quarterback in, they're beating what I, everybody thought at the beginning of the year the best football team in the league. Now the Eagles are on a three-loss, three-loss losing streak. Yep. And they don't look good at all. Like, their offense looks bad. Their defense looks good still, but they're still allowing points. Um, and Seattle now looks like they're going to go into the playoffs and make a good run. Uh, the end of the game, I was watching. They're coming down the field. I'm like, wow, Seattle's about to win this game. And they hail one up. Jackson makes a diving catch and fingertip catch. Game winner. It's unbelievable, man. I, yeah. But I don't know what happened to the Eagles. They just... They look tired to me. Yeah, like they're not playing, and they look tired, unmotivated. It just there's a lot of factors that are piling up that's going to hurt them against a good team in the playoffs if if they keep playing like this. Yeah, Roy, you want to go? Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I I think Jalen Hurts does not look good. I think Jalen Hurts is not for about a month or two now. Just does not look like the the player that he that they need a quarterback that can make plays. He's just not. I mean, you got two awesome receivers, and you're not. They yeah. had ten catches together. I mean, you just don't. You're. I mean, I feel like he's missing AJ Brown a lot for a guy who's huge and got big hands. I just feel like he's not getting them good throws. I. They're not using their weapons very well on offense, and their defense is keeping them in games and playing in most games and playing. I think they're playing well. It's just the offense is dragging it down. Um, as for Seattle, Seattle just play. I mean, they play hard. I yeah. don't think there is. I they made a that DK Metcalf made plays when it needed to be done. That's the difference. He made the plays that need to be done. Um, their defense is still pretty good, Seattle's. But you, I'm gonna tell you, they're not gonna go anywhere with Aaron with uh, Drew Locke as their starting quarterback nope. or Geno Smith. So they'll make the playoffs and maybe upset team, but they're not anywhere after that. I mean, they're gonna yeah. get somebody who's gonna who will put. I mean, he looked terrible in pressure points. He looked great yeah. in that last couple drives, but I mean. He, that's not that's not a team that's going to do anything great. But uh, yeah. uh Philadelphia's got to figure it out, or I think they're not, they're going to make the playoffs, but they're going to get beat in the first round. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, like uh, Bryce hit it on the nail for me. I said this a few weeks ago when they lost to um, San Fran. They just look slow and they look tired. They look worn out. Um, maybe it's you know you go eleven and 11 and one, whatever they were. I mean, yeah, you probably play your best game, best football, they were the best team in football for a while, but they look tired. Um, their pass game, like you said, Roy, is off. I don't know what it is. I think it's play calling because 
you have A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Those players can win on routes. Those guys can get open. And Hurts is missing them, I agree. But they're, they're really not as open as they should be. And that tells me that the other teams are starting to figure out their route combinations and stuff. Last night on the Manning cast, they had Christian McCaffrey. And it was a designed quarterback um, power up the middle where a tight end was in the back, was in between the line and the quarterback. And it was empty with Jalen Hurts back there. And CMC called the play. He said the tight end's going to go backside and block down, and it's going to QB power. And they ran at the next play. So that tells me, you know, if that's an offensive player who's played Philly, what do you think the defensive players that are playing yeah. Philly? Yeah. That they they're not disguising things and they're not tricking anybody. So that tells me, you know, when when you know what's coming, it's a lot easier to stop it than if you have to think. I think it's this, but you don't know. You'll be a step slow. Yeah. So to me, that's it. But. Another situation that I think is concerning, which I've seen Philly play in the division of the Cowboys for a long time, that defensive line is not getting pass rush like they've been before. Um, those t- that team is known for getting a lot of sacks and not allowing any type of run game. They are allowing run game, which is unusual, knowing that they have two good big D tackles that are young, but their pass rush is not getting home. And I just think the other t- team, you know, they're they're putting up enough points. And that offense is off. I, but, yeah, I, I they do play the Giants twice in Arizona for their last three games. You probably think they win all three of those, as, even if they play decent. Yeah. And maybe that gives them the, the rest they need. I hope not. hope they lose all three. But, hey, um, that's just me. I don't think yeah. I have anything else. Mm-mm. You guys? So we pick every game of every week. And this week. We had an interesting one because last week Bryce really took it to me and Roy. This week we took it to Bryce. Roy had the best week going 13-3. and three. Damn straight. I'm one game behind him at 12-4, and four, and Bryce is all the way back at 8-8. Eight and eight. The Bears should have won. So got me another one. Oh, whatever. Since we've started doing this, Bryce and Roy are tied for first place. 44-30, and 30, and I'm, I'm two games back at 42-28, and 28, so – me and Roy have caught up to Bryce after our poor week last week. Um, so all it takes is one big week. So we're coming down the stretch here. There's only three weeks left of regular season to really gain ground. So uh, me being two back and the other two tied, there's going to be a dogfight down here late. Yep. Playoffs will help a little bit, but there's just not as many games. So you don't want to crawl back. Um, so next this week, we're going to start Thursday night football. Saints go to SoFi to play the Rams. Roy, what do you got? I got the Rams. I think um, they're starting to figure out, and they're on a roll. So I got the Rams. Yeah, I agree with Roy. The Rams are starting to roll now, so I'm going to take them. I do like the Rams at home, except I think the Saints are battling right now for a division in a must-win. I'm going to take the Saints on the road. That takes us to Saturday where we're going to have three games – or two games, excuse me, two games on Saturday. First one, Bengals go to Pittsburgh to play Steelers. Bryce, what do you got? Give me the Bengals. They're, they're rolling, coming off a big overtime win, and the Steelers look like they might be the worst team in football all of a sudden. <laughs> Why, you're not going to go with Mitch Trubisky? Come on. No way. I, he was a bear. Come on. Get yeah, into it, he, uh, Mitchell Trubisky gave us the number one pick the other yeah. day. So Roy, how about you? Oh, Cincinnati. Pittsburgh, the Steelers yeah. suck. I'm also going to go with Cincinnati because Mitch Trubisky has been benched. It's Mason Rudolph time. Hopefully he doesn't get hit with that. Oh, Mason Rudolph. Say, I forgot I read that. Yeah. Isn't he a tight end? No. <laughs> uh, second game of Saturday, the Bills go to SoFi to play the Chargers. And then guess what? The Chargers got smacked last week. So I'm going to give me the Bills. 
Yeah, the Bills are coming off a big win. Uh, yes, they are. They're rolling now. They're looking like a team that has Super Bowl intentions. So Where they were the before Bills. the year. Yeah. So this won't even be close. Bills will roll. Uh, Chargers fired their coach. Yeah. Bills are on a. I, they are looking good, and they they need to be. They're going to make it to the uh, AFC championship game. They're that good right yeah. now. Bold prediction so, from Roy. I like Bills. it. Damn straight. That takes us into Sunday, and we have Christmas Eve football all day. That's awesome. Love it. First game of the day, the Commanders are going to the Jets. Roy, what do you got? Um, can we throw a flag on two shitty teams? Um, throw a flag. We got a flag. <laughs> I will uh, take. Damn, I will take the the Commanders. <laughs> all right, I agree. Give me Sam Howe and uh, the Commanders. I had to pick up Sam Howell and Antonio Gibson for my fantasy team due to injuries. Both benched in the middle of the game. Give me the Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. You better hope that Aaron Rodgers comes off as it comes out early. Lions go to Minnesota to play the Vikings. I don't think this one's going to be close. Give me the Lions. Ooh. I think this is going to be a close game. If the Lions get up earlier, they're going to win. But if it's a shootout, I don't see them winning. Um, give me the Vikings in this one. I'll take right. the upset. I'm going to take the Lions. I think I think the Minnesota can't do play that well two weeks in a row. So. Yep. This is an interesting game to me. Browns go to Houston and play the Texans. C.J. Stroud and Nico Collins expected back this week. Um, Bryce, what do you think here? Give me the Texans. The Browns looked horrible against the Bears. The Bears just had the worst coaching in the NFL or second worst to Atlanta maybe. Um, they're not playing good. I don't think they're that good of a team right now. Their defense wasn't showing up. Give me C.J. Stroud and the Texans. Roy? No, give, give me the Browns. Browns' defense is still decent. They'll, they'll shut them down. Give me the Browns. Browns' secondary is excellent in playing well. The rest was a little iffy. Give me the Browns as well. Packers go to Carolina play the Panthers. Give me the Packers. Yeah, um, Packers. Jordan loves the new Bears owner, so um, give me uh, give me the Packers. Seahawks go to Tennessee to play the Titans. I don't know for sure, but I believe Will Levis had a serious injury last week and won't be playing the rest of the season. Don't know for sure if that's wow. been confirmed, but that was the initial report. Who's well. their backup? Um, either Malik Willis or Ryan Tannehill could come back. I don't know which one they'll go with, but hmm. I'm yeah, gonna go Seattle. Seattle. I'm gonna go. Seattle. I'm also gonna go Seattle. It didn't to me. Uh, it didn't who was playing. Yeah, I'm still gonna take Seattle. Let's go to Atlanta to play the Falcons. Okay? I don't know how the Colts keep winning with that dumbass uh, quarterback. Uh, Atlanta sucks. So I'm gonna give me the Colts. I agree. Minshew Mania is on a roll, baby. Yeah, I agree. I'm also going with the Colts. I actually think the Falcons probably bounce back a little bit this week playing inside where it's not, you know, in a dome. Uh, but I hate the Falcons now, so give me the Colts. <laughs> Jaguars go to the Buccaneers. Battle of Florida. Bryce, what do you got here? This is an intriguing game. Yeah, I think uh, Jaguars are coming off this really bad game, and I don't think they're going to turn it around, and Baker Mayfield is going to put it on them. Give me Tampa Bay. All right, Roy? Baker Mayfield, where man, what a game last week! I'm surprised either one of you picked to, to go see it. Um, give me Tampa. I think Tampa's got it. Yep. Tampa is playing well, but I do think Jacksonville's too well coached, and they're going to bounce back. Give me the Jags. 
Game of the week, in my opinion. Cowboys go to Miami to play the Dolphins. Cowboys are going to bounce back. The only thing that scares me is Achen and Mosert might run for 400 yards here tonight in this game, but still, give me the boys. Bounce back. Yeah, I think this is going to be a shootout, and I don't see the Cowboys putting up as much points as Miami does, so give me Miami in this one. I agree. I think it's going to be a shootout, but I do think Dallas will win. I think two has got something wrong with him. He's not playing as well. So um, give me the give me the piece of crap, Cowboys. He loves the Cowboys. Cardinals go to Soldier Field to play the Bears. Bryce, just give it to us right now. The Bears. Or Roy. Do they have toilet paper for any, for any of that? Because that's two shitty ass yep. franchises that just need to be dismantled. Um, but give me the Bears. I mean, this week literally proved that the Bears are a good team with some of the worst what? coaching in the you world. Just, you've been bitching about the coaching all year, and then now you're saying it's got to, it was, a couple weeks ago it was great coaching. No, it's shit back. No, I said that they had improved on the head coach. I said that the offensive coordinator is still the worst in the league. We have three historic losses this season that if we win, we're literally in the playoffs. Uh, well, just, with my pick, I think the Bears are a better team right now. But I just think they're going to blow it because that's what the Bears have been doing. Give me the Cardinals. <laughs> Patriots go to Denver to play the Broncos. Roy, what do you got? Uh, Diver. Yeah, give me Denver. Yeah, give me Denver. New England's just done for the year. Bill Belichick's going to get fired. He's going to mutually depart. I don't think they'll even fire him. But, yes. Raiders go to the Chiefs on Monday night. Roy, what do you got? Man, can the Chiefs lose three straight at home or anything? No. I give me the Chiefs. Uh, you know what? S- seven games in a row, the underdog on the money line has won Monday Night Football. Give me the Raiders in the upset. He picked the Raiders for a Monday Night Football game that starts at 12 o'clock on Monday, Christmas Day. <laughs> not, not Monday night. So don't give me the upset. Give me the Chiefs. Uh, that was a Christmas Day game, by the way. Christmas afternoon game. We got the Giants go to the Eagles. And I don't think the Eagles' losing streak continues. Give me the Eagles. I agree. If the Gi- if the Eagles lose to the Giants, they should be forfeited of their playoff spot. You don't <laughs> think Danny DeVito can win on Christmas Eve? What the hell? I've been betting, I mean, on, he, I've been betting on Danny DeVito, yeah, but what do Italians know about Christmas? I will go. Uh, I will go with the Eagles. I don't think they'll. I think they're they have the end of streak. And then I take back what I said about the Cowboys Dolphins game. Not game of the week. Game of the week, potentially game of the year. Monday night football. Ravens go to Santa Clara to play the 49ers. Bryce, best best record in the AFC, best record in the NFC. Who do you got? Give me the Niners, and it's not even close. Mm. Ravens don't have the pieces they need to keep up with the scoring for the 49ers, and the 49ers' defense is playing unbelievable. The 49ers are going to roll them. Give me Purd Purd, the MVP. Purd, purd. I can't believe I can't. I was shaking my head because you said purd, purd. Roy, what do you got? Please get me out of it, that. It, it will be the 49ers. I yeah. I agree that 49ers are the best team in football right now. I think that if you're if my Super Bowl picks, they'd be one of them. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think we're all in agreement that this is the best team right now in the NFL. And you can't pick against the best team in the NFL right now, especially at home. Give me the Niners as well. That's going to do it for our picks this week. I think that's going to roll us into the college football bowl season, which we've been having an interesting start, to say the least. Roy feels very confident that he is going to win this bowl 
Uh, yeah, thing that we're doing. And remember, the two losers, so really just the winner doesn't have to do it. The two losers take a cold plunge. Uh, whoever doesn't have the best outside. record. And we picked eight games, or we've picked nine games so far. One will be played tonight, which we've already picked. But only eight games have been played, so we only have eight. Bryce, hot start, seven and one. He knows his no-name Did you add teams. in the ones from today? Yep, okay. last night. Um, last night, I'm, I'm in second place. I the game tonight is not in this, but the game that was last night is in this game in okay. our things. Um, I'm in second place after the first week at five and three, and the king himself, Roy, who knows his college football, three and five. <laughs> this guy, baby, just fine. Three and five. Yeah, there's plenty of games. To he come does back not to. know ball. He's just a yapper. But that's our standings yeah. after week one. So we're yeah, gonna rock into week, week two. I'm gonna hand it over to Roy and let him take over on this portion. All right, we got we got quite a few games coming up. This is where the bowl season early starts picking up, especially during Christmas. Um, so we got to start on Thursday. So, uh, so we did already did tonight's game. Thursday's game, we got the South Florida at against Syracuse for the Boca Raton Bowl. Who you got? Syracuse Let me go first on this one. Favorite. Uh, what's the Ohio State quarterback name again? Sorry, Kyle McCord. 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 He must see playing. something in Syracuse. I know he's not playing. But you must see something in their team. Give me Syracuse. Go ahead, Josh. Oh, I'll Josh. go. Uh, the, the, this bowl game is in Florida. So give me South Florida Bulls. I agree with Josh. South Florida will win. Syracuse does not. They fired their coach about three weeks ago or about a month ago. Um, so Kyle McCord can go there. He's, he's a shit quarterback anyway. So go right ahead. So I'll take South Florida. Um. Next one will be the Friday, December 22nd. We got the Mortgage Bowl. It's Georgia Tech uh, versus UCF. I'll go first right. on this one. Gosh, go I'll go first on this one. This bowl game is also in Florida. So give me UCF. <laughs> what about Georgia Bryce? Tech on this one? Georgia Tech. You say Georgia Tech? Nice. Yep. I, I am. To be fair, I would have picked Georgia Tech if they were still running the wing tee, but they're not, so they're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> they got rid of wing tee a while ago. I know, um, a few years ago. Give me, still, give me, give me UCF. I, I agree. It is in Tampa, Florida, just right down the road from where UCF is. Then we got the December twenty third. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games on Saturday, starting with the Birmingham Bowl. Troy at uh, versus Duke. Uh, you got one. I want to hear Roy's take. I want to hear what Roy's got first. Right. I will go with Duke in this one. Um, mm. I think Delta, even though they don't have Riley Leonard, I think they still got it and a new coach. I'm also taking Duke in this one. I'm going with Troy. The Duke's quarterback's gone and their uh, head coach is gone. So give me Troy. Uh, they'll still do just fine. Next one, you got uh, at the you got Arkansas State versus Northern Illinois. What about you, uh, Bryce? You know, Illinois boys here. Give me Northern Illinois. Got to root for the home team. Not too bad. I, I don't. I don't think Illinois, Northern Illinois, is going to get it. Give me Arkansas State. Northern Illinois is like one of the last teams to get in, so uh, I am going to go with Arkansas State. I think they got a better team. Underdogs got to fight. The Armed Forces Bowl. 
Air Force versus James Madison. Josh. James Madison bitched about wanting to be in the college football playoffs, and they're not even going to walk away with a bowl win. Give me Air Force. Give me the Air Force. Give me they James Madison. I think, James, I think James Madison <laughs> would be just fine. I think James Madison is oh, a better team. Funny. Oh, that, that's getting clipped. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Oh. Georgia State uh, versus Utah State in the Potato Bowl. I will take Georgia State. Mm. Bryce. I'm also going to go Georgia State in this one. I'm going to go Utah State. Jordan Love came out of there. I actually know someone that's played at Utah State. So give me Utah State. Utah State. All right. Next one, we got the South Alabama versus Eastern Michigan. And we'll go start with you, Josh. Give me South Alabama. I'm also going South Alabama. Uh, yeah. I am going to go with South Alabama because it is in Mobile, Mobile Alabama. So. <laughs> Uh, nah, next one, getting into some teams. So now we got we're this one is in Las Vegas, Utah versus Northwestern in the Las Vegas Bowl. Mm. I'll go what first. Got, I am going. I'll go first. I'll go Utah. Okay. Ooh, I'm taking Northwestern in this one. I, I I have to go. I can't pick Northwestern. I can't stand that school. <laughs> Give me Utah. How can you not stand Northwestern? Come on, they're in Illinois. So, they call themselves the school of Chicago, not even close. U of I runs the, the whole state. They're on U the U north side sucks. of Chicago. Not bad. Not a nice campus. Screw Northwestern. All right. So next one. Their football team, I should say. It's really their basketball team. But We just watched the Bulls the other day beat the shit out of U of I in basketball. So Yeah. What? <laughs> Bulls beat U of I? Bulls. Oh. I just said the Bulls. I said I would hope so. <laughs> All right, now we're at the Hawaii Bowl, East Carolina versus San San Jose State. Bryce, how are the Rainbow Warriors not playing in the Hawaii Bowl? Well, they make it ball games first. Yeah, I don't know it. if they want a game. <laughs> give me, give me San Jose State. I'm also going to roll San Jose State. I am going to go with Coastal Carolina. I oh, think they upset. I think they're a little bit better team. Uh, next, then we got next Tuesday. So the last three games on this week, we start with the Quick Lane Bowl, which is uh, Bowling Green versus uh, versus Minnesota in Detroit. Bri- or Josh, we let you go first on this. Minnesota one. plays in the Big Ten. Bowling Green doesn't. Give me Minnesota. No, Bowling Green rolling. Yeah, I am gonna go with Minnesota, even though they lost their quarterback. I think uh, PJ Fleck will get them going. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is the first responder bowl, Texas State versus Rice. I will go first. I will take Rice in this one. Oh, I'm taking Texas State in this one. I've never even heard of Rice. I didn't really know. I didn't know Rice was very good at football until last night when I learned Christian McCaffrey's brother played there. So guess what? Give me Rice. Christian McCaffrey's brother. I did not know that Christian. He plays wide receiver there. Apparently, he's really yeah. good. Not like that's good. Not like not crazy, crazy, crazy. But yeah, not like that. But apparently, he's pretty good. He just moved there from being a quarterback, so apparently, he's been pretty good. Hmm. All right, had like five or six touchdowns. So the last one for this week, we're going to go with the Guarantee Rate Bowl, which is in Phoenix, Arizona. 
Kansas versus UNLV. Bryce, I'll let you finish this off with us. I know they're a basketball school, but give me Kansas in this one. Me too. Give me Kansas. I watched Kansas play earlier in the year, and that's a, or that's a school that's turned around their football program. So give me Kansas. I agree. I think Kansas will win. I think UNLV is uh, not playing as well as they had been. And I mean, I know they get a month off, but I, th- I think Kansas got better wins. So, so that'll take us into this next week. How many? What did we say? Twelve games this week. That we going with? I think so. so. Yes. Yep. So, that, so we'll, we'll see, some, and we'll, we'll add that to our list afterwards. Yeah. So I'll be nineteen and one, and we'll see week. what we got after yeah. next week. I'll tell you what, you though. Me and Bryce, second, I think we picked every game opposite almost. So <laughs> either I'm going to be way down, or he's going to be way down <laughs> below me. So be interesting. Um, I think that'll lead us over to baseball. So we gave you guys predictions last week about four free agents, and we said that probably two of them would sign because it'd be a domino effect. And we're all waiting on one player. Um, Yamamoto has still yet to make a decision, and the whole market is frozen because of it. He has he's a posting a date. <laughs> yeah, bids are out. He's take, He has a deadline, a posting date, because he's coming over from Japan. He cannot sign any later than January 4th. Experts are saying um, before the calendar year. He'll have a decision. They think this week, but that isn't a guarantee. He's taking it slower than most people do, but he's holding the market up. So we had no signings. So we're going to keep track of who we've predicted to go where. We did four players last week. None of them have signed, so we have those saved. We're going to do four more players this week. Um, This will probably be the last time we do predictions because hopefully the market's starting to turn, and then you're starting to get to the lower-level free agents. Um, so I think we're just going to knock off with predictions. I'm going to skip to our second guy because he's the biggest name on the list. Josh Hader coming from San Diego. Um, San Diego doesn't look like they're going to retain him. Roy, Josh Hader, where does he end up next year? Dodgers. Dodgers need to put back in and they want him. I think the Dodgers will get him. Dodgers. I think that's a good spot, Roy, but I think the team that's willing to spend the most money on him right now who needs him the most is the Cubs. The Cubs don't have anybody in the bullpen worth a shit right now. Elozole is decent, but we need that closer if we're going to make the next step. They're going to spend the money on Hader. He wants to win now, so. I'm going going to predict two different teams, but based off a scenario. So if a scenario happens, I will make this my answer. If this scenario happens, I will make this my answer. If the Yankees sign Yamamoto, I believe Josh Hader is a Texas Ranger. If the Yankees do not sign Yamamoto... I believe Josh Hader is a New York Yankee. So that'll be my prediction. Uh, the second guy we're going to have is there. Matt Chapman. Where do you got him going, Bryce? I see him going to the Arizona Diamondbacks. I think they want to beef up their roster a little bit, make another push to the World Series, and cap it off this time. All right. Roy? He's going back to the Toronto Blue Jays. they got to make a signing somewhere because they haven't. They got money to spend, and they want to they spend it. So he'll go back there. I think they already offered him something, right? They offered him a qualifying offer. That yeah. was, but that was most likely to, to get declined because he wants a long term deal. Um, I think the Cubs have missed on everybody, and I think they throw some money for a third baseman. They lost Candelario, who they traded for at the deadline. I think this might be their replacement after missing on all the big names. So I'm going to go with the Cubs. Jorge Soler coming off a good year as a DH in Miami. Roy, what do you got? I still think he's going to, I think he's going to go to. The Blue Jays. I think they want to spend money on the outfielder and an outfielder, so I think it would right. be the Blue Jays. Yep. I think that Jorge Soler is going to go to the Angels. I don't think that they've been talked about enough in free agency. They have. They just lost Shohei. They've got yep. to start adding some people. Yep. And I think Jorge Soler is a good fit there. Yeah, the Angels are a mystery. You know, they lost, they, they have $700 million they were supposed yep. to spend, and then 
now they got it. So could go anywhere. I yeah, think that Jorge Soler is going to end up da -da -da, back with the Marlins. I think they think he had a good year there. Not from America. He's, you know, but down in Miami, that's a very uh, Latino culture. I think he stays there. And then the last pitcher, Marcus Stroman, played for the Cubs last season. So I'm going to let Bryce go first on this one. I think Stroman's going to go to the Blue Jays. I think that they've missed everybody in the free agency that they've wanted so far, and they're going to be looking to add somebody. I think Stroman's somebody that they could add. I don't see him coming back to the Cubs. Roy? I think he's a giant. I think he'll go out there and they need, some, they need one more pitcher, and I think he'll go out there. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I've thought about that one too. I think Marcus Stroman is going to end up a giant as well. I'm going to go with the Giants. I think they're missing somebody, and I think they're going to miss on all the other bigger pitchers. So I think they might sign a one-year deal, Stroman. That's all we got for baseball this week. Pretty slow week, like we said. So we're going to rock on into our Josh's advice, Bryce's facts, and Roy's old man wisdom. And fun fact. Two of our five podcasts that we have had so far that I have given advice for have happened. One being the Juan Soto trade and two being the Chargers fired Brandon Staley. I'm on a little bit of a roll here, not going to lie. So now I feel some extra pressure. The therapist you are. Uh, I, I, I didn't know such big organizations were tuning in the podcast and the Yankees and the Chargers. So, hey, guys. They're one it. of our 20 viewers. Appreciate it right now. But <laughs> yeah. my God, sign the man. All right. My advice this week. Is going to be for the Dallas Cowboys. You just got embarrassed by the Buffalo Bills, who, granted, were playing in a must-win game. The frauds. But they got embarrassed. And it's the same way you've been embarrassed by the Niners the last two seasons in your season. You can't stop the run. I Granted, I know their number one D-tackle is out due to an ankle injury, so whatever. But still, it got embarrassed. My advice is is to figure out how to stop the run. Even if it you have to give up a little bit of pass rush, even if you give up a little bit of coverage, you got to stop the run first or you're not going to win football games. I don't care how – and it proved on Sunday. So my advice, learn how to stop the run a little bit better. Hmm. I think that moves us to Bryce facts. Um, the first fact of the week I have is Wilt Chamberlain never fouled out of a game. His entire career as a center, averaging almost 49 minutes a game, never fouled out one time. I'm, that's just unbelievable. Big guy. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, he's a myth. He, he he was paying refs or something. He definitely never scored 100. I mean, that's that's what I'm obvious. saying. He's paying people for. There's no he's footage tallest, of it. He was the tallest player by by about eight inches by or more, and by a whole foot. I mean, couldn't beat Bill Russell. Everybody. True. Uh, the next fact I have is the Kentucky Derby is the oldest sports event in the U.S. To this day, it is held annually. And first began in 1875. I actually knew that. Did you really? I actually knew that was the oldest like sport, yeah, huh. or you know, activity, whatever you want to call it. And then the last fact I have is table tennis balls can travel off the paddle at a speed of 105.6 miles per hour. That is like a MLB pitcher throwing a baseball at you, but from five feet away on a table yeah. tennis. That's, that's impressive. <laughs> Tom Hanks is Ooh. unbelievable and table tennis or his gum. Yeah. <laughs> Roy, what do you got this week? I got a fact for you. Fact Christmas is here. So, but hey, I'm going to go a little different with my uh, old man advice. Role models. 
I'm going with role models. If you're you young guys to think if your role model is LeBron James, you are a fucking pussy because he is terrible. <laughs> I'm ending the debate right now that Michael Jordan and Larry Bird are the greatest players ever. And I even though I hate Michael Jordan, but LeBron James, you are a bitch and you are terrible and you need to be in the top five. If you follow him and he flops like that, that's just terrible. Quit being a pussy, play basketball, do what you got to do in life, and just don't follow him. That is I've my never advice. agreed with Roy on something more in my entire <laughs> life. I hate LeBron James. He sucks. I can't oh stand my. the guy. Well, I think that's all we got for you this week. Uh, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, give us comments. Oh, by the way, Have fun. Right. I mean, what is that? Merry Christmas. That? Dwight said, Merry <laughs> Christmas. Pickle Rick. I got Denver Mifflin as well. Yeah. Merry Christmas.